better than Steph Curry? That's not all he said. We got LeVar Ball in the zone. I'm in my zone. Welcome to In The Zone. I'm your host, Chris Broussard, and we've got a great show for you today. But before we get into it, please make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us five stars and tell us what you think. All right, we got LeVar Ball in the studio today. He is the father of Lonzo Ball, and at least according to him, a couple of other young prodigies. So we're going to do something a little different today and start off with our interview before we get to the monologue. We have a special guest, LeVar Ball. It's great to have Chris, you here, man. I'm glad to be here, man. I appreciate it very much. Nah, I'm really excited about having you here. Your son, especially Lonzo, obviously, uh, is a terrific player. So we'll get into all Thank that. You. When I first met you was just last week at the UCLA Washington game. Yes. And I came up and introduced myself to you. And you were like, I, I know who you are. Right, right. I'm putting together a list. So t- tell me about list, that man. list. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You'll figure out when you're on it when I get to talking to you. You said and, I'm and, on the list. And, and here's the thing. Uh, when you say something negative, my ears stand up. But I understand your job and I understand my job. And I'm not like, oh, I don't like this guy. I don't like that guy. But if you know if anybody says anything negative, you're going to respond in a different way where you just get touched but it's not about that yeah and you know and even even shaking and talking to you it's it's sometimes people go into things with a preconserved notion already and when you hear certain people and you get to talk to them for a while then it kind of changes which is fine yeah yeah. because a lot of people you got to go on the outside on the first take of how you see something you already judgment like oh he out there until you find out that's really how I am. Yep. <laughs> and like, like I was telling people, you say I'm talking all about my son. I've been talking about my son since he's been a baby. I go to parties and be like, man, you want to play against the best 10-year-old in the world? He in the backyard. <laughs> people laugh like, no, he's not. No, for real, he is. <laughs> and now that you catch my boys doing all this stuff on tape and on film, now it's like, oh, he bragging. But even that's back back in the do. days, when when I was, well, I had five, five boys and two girls in our family. Now, when you grow up in the hood and, and your dad's friends come up from L.A., South, South Central, Central. LA. Okay. you know, uh, that don't really give me no credibility or nothing like that. You are wherever you're from. If you turn into somebody, then it's big time. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you talk about any hoods, that's where all your alpha dogs come from. But let's say this. When, when my dad would have his friends come over and he would say, oh, man, watch my... My LeVar, he can dance, or he can run, he can jump. You perform for your pops, man. Yeah, it is yeah, the same yeah. thing, just on a higher standard right now. So you felt like you feel like that motivated you when your dad did right. that. So that, right. that motivated That's how we brought sons. up okay. in the hood, it's just yep. performing. Man, my son could do this, my son could do that. It ain't got nothing against nobody. A lot of people have said, including me, uh-huh. that like when you said LeVar's or Alonzo's going to be better than Steph Curry, right. or is better, right. is better than right. Steph Curry right now, did that put, man, when he goes into the league, he's going to have a target on his back. What do you think about that? What do you feel like about that? Like I told that? people, I want that target on his back. He had it all his life. And everybody's like, oh, you're going to put an X on his back. Yeah. And that's when I told him, put two more so we can have tic-tac-toe. <laughs> now, the X is on the back. Here's the thing. Coming from South Central, this is an X on your back. When you don't have that guy's money or you done beat up his brother or something, mm. and they put an X on you in them streets. An X on my son's back on a 
basketball court. I never asked the hell out of that boy. You know, <laughs> but anything awesome. worth taking and you want to be good, they coming after you. You don't think you're going to slide in the NBA and they don't want nothing. Just like they said, oh, oh, so you, Alonzo Ball, the one LeVar been talking yeah, about, yeah. I want to. Basketball ain't one-on-one. It's five-on-five. And you, while you doing that, Lonzo going to be thinking his head. So you the one they call Westbrook. You the <laughs> one they call LeBron. Yeah, dude, if you want to be the best player in the world, you got to go after those guys. So so is that why you picked – when you said he's better than Steph, is that why you picked Steph because he was a two-time MVP? No, I, I didn't pick why Steph. Him and, so they asked Everybody you. else picked Steph. Why? No, I mean, when you said he's going to be better than Steph – or he's better than Steph, they asked why me. not Chris Paul, Westbrook, right. whoever, Damian Lillard? Yeah. They're not going to say Damon Little. All of them too dark. You got to find the light-skinned ones. To, to compare, To compare right? them? <laughs> yeah. Who, who does my middle shout look like? Oh, my God, all those players. <laughs> he looks like Clay Thompson, and he shoots like him, too. You know, it's just like, okay. And it's like everybody's trying to compare him to somebody, but they mm-hmm. take a little bit of everybody's game. And, and, and guess what? You can't compare them. They the new breeds, the ball boys. They different. They, they different, baby. New. It's new. Okay. So when you say he's better than Steph, I mean, what about Westbrook? What about, you know, Chris Paul, some of the other great players? All in those the guys, I don't know what they do when they work out, but I know what my boy does. That's why I say he's like that. Okay. It's not going to be an easy road when you're going on that next level. But here's the thing I do know. My son is willing to put in that work and fight to be that dude. Like I've always told him, man, you don't, you don't play nothing or do anything for the money, if you had a passion to do it and you happen to get paid, you've won in life. True. Like, True. my passion is, is 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 personal training, training guys to get better. That's so is that what you do for a living? That's what I do for a living, okay. yes. I don't go nowhere. Everybody come to the house. <laughs> I ain't got to do nothing, man. Get up when I want. I'm having a good time. Like, everybody's saying, oh, he's exploiting his kids and this and that. He's trying to get the money. No. How you exploit something that's yours? Those are my boys. I built them like that. So it ain't no exploitation, but I'm going to build a wealth around them mm-hmm. that not only on the court they're going to make history, but they're going to make it off. So this, when obviously it was huge news, he's better than Steph. Yes. Does, does Lonzo come to you and be like, does he ever be like, Dad, you say I'm better than Steph? Like, what you doing? Or did he just? First of all, he can't come to me and be asking me like that. I didn't <laughs> raise that boy to be like that. Am I better than him? You better know you better than everybody until they beat you. Now, Steph's just got a name. I don't dislike him. I don't know. It's good that he won a couple of times. But if he didn't win anything, here's the thing. Here's something that's funny. When he did Adidas Nation, I told him that Lonzo was magic with a jump shot. Well, I don't know about that, LeVar. He's more like Kendall Marshall. Why? Because Kendall Marshall's a passer light skin. What's Kendall Marshall <laughs> doing now? Now, you don't want to compare my boy to Kendall Marshall. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was talking bad, say, oh, he's better than Kendall Marshall, nobody's going to say nothing. But you put the title behind Steph Curry of what he's done. He's done two years, MVP. You know, that's good. He has a little journey he has to take, and you're not going to realize how good he is until he finishes. Mm -hmm. And if he come up short, you're going to try to compare him to the next one. But everybody who comes in a league who's halfway decent, who you think can fly and change the game, who do you compare him to? Michael Jordan, the greatest ever. You ain't got to wait. I've been telling my boys, somebody got to be better than Jordan. Why not you since they was babies? Nobody thought nobody was going to be better than Dr. J. Until you get Michael and, and, and Magic and Bert, you're like, wow, I didn't know nobody could get better than him. Just like Jordan, nobody can think nobody can get better than him. Yep. Zoe coming into the league, look at this now. He'd be the biggest guard in the NBA. Think about yeah, it. Six, biggest five, PG. Six, 
He's six, six seven. Point. Don't even know. It. Six seven. People don't even know. Is he's he six, six seven. seven? He's taller than me. I'm six six, but I'm a six six wide body. <laughs> so I look six four until you get up on me. Lonzo's growing. He's 19, man. Uh, my wife grew early. I grew late. After I got out of high school, I went from six three to six six. Oh wow. Lonzo ain't even got his ball weight yet. Now Lonzo in high school as a senior average a triple double. Yes. You look at his numbers for UCLA, fifteen point seven assists, six rebounds. Mm-hmm. Do you think he could average a triple double in the NBA? We're seeing Westbrook do it. You think that's something he could do going forward? Uh, average a triple double? Uh, yes. On the fact that the game is faster, he plays better fast. The game is longer. If you're in yeah, there, then, yep. the reason he can average a triple double, because I've always told him, son, you're the only player that can never have a bad game. You can shoot two for 20, but you're going to have 14 assists, eight rebounds, 10 steals, eight blocks. Because of the way he plays. The way he plays, he plays like uh, Westbrook. What I mean by Westbrook is he would do whatever it takes to win. That boy coming 100 miles, he's just by himself. And you can only hit the nitro button for so Mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's going to get frustrated when he's losing because it's just him. But the fact that he plays the game at 100 miles an hour and wants to do everything, that's why he's averaging a triple-double without even knowing. He's just helping his team win. And that's why I think Lonzo can possibly do that on the fact that he's been brought up to do everything it takes to win. He just want to gobble up those W's and get those those championships. Well, how did – because you look at most top point guards today. They score first. Yes. Lonzo is not like that. He's mm-hmm. like you, – you compared him to Magic. That's right. what he plays like. How did you develop that in him, or how did he get that in today's era? Well, he's been doing that for us since he's been a baby. I've always had him on these raggedy teams to get him ready on purpose since he was a baby. All these guys that were athletic and good, and they said, LeVar, we want to play on your team, man. We better than all those players you have. You look at our high school, Lonzo went undefeated with the two-guard being his little brother who's 5'6", 120. Lonzo makes everybody else around him better. Yeah, question. So you've said you want him to go to the Lakers. If he's on the Lakers next year, how good are they? Man, the Lakers would be superb, man, because Lonzo will uplift them. Uh, Yeah, I would say playoffs the first year. Because what what would happen is with with the team that they have, Lonzo could let D'Angelo go right back to his two spot, Mm -hmm. which is scoring the ball, what he did for Mount Verde and for Ohio. He wasn't a designated point guard. He throws some nice passes. There wasn't no pressure on him to run no team. Just do what you do and you're good. Then he'll change Brandon Ingram into a slasher where that boy can get on that wing and that ball at you early. You just playing one-on-one. I feel like uh, Lonzo is the only one in the draft that can pretty much run what Luke Walton wants to do. Okay. Okay. And that's why I think it's a perfect fit. And I like the fact that Magic has just gotten there. Usually I'm a lucky guy. Everything kind of lines up for me, I think. <laughs> as far as having a beautiful wife, three boys that can ball. They're not triplets. They all can yeah. get down. You know what I'm saying? When so you I, said speak it, I think when you commented I'm gonna on speak Steph, it into speak existence. It into existence. Yes. What do you, you mean by that? Talk if I keep it. talking about it, man, after a while, it start, I start. I'll tell you something about my wife when I met her. I never knew her name. I seen her walking down the hallway. I said, girl, I don't know what me and you going to do, but we going to do something together. And they, and they <laughs> come up and been married. I didn't even know her. I transferred in from Washington State and came to Cal State LA. I said, that girl pretty <laughs> tall, too. Oh, yeah. I got to go holler at her. But here's the thing. I plant to see. 
you're going to think about it. Whether it be positive or negative, mm-hmm. you still thinking about it. So I keep saying, oh, he's going to be a Laker. I said, he's going to be a Laker when he's little. I said, man, you're going to take magic spot, man. And it's just so funny how things get to lining up. And then all of a sudden, when it happens, you'll be like, man, you clairvoyant. Mm, no, nah, man, I'm just, <laughs> I just talking into existence, man. Because this is what I feel, that whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, I, I think you can you can do it. Um, just like Nike say, just do it. Mm-hmm. And, and Under Armour, protect his house. For big baller brand, our word is built for this. Are you built for this? You can go so far, and then it starts getting hard, and then it's easy to say, you know what, I don't want to do this, man. Now, Lonzo, from what I've seen, uh-huh. and I've never met him, but he he comes off as very humble, yes. quiet. I don't know if he's quiet, but you know he comes off kind of like that. And obviously, you're a much different personality. Are your personalities really that different? Like, how does he? How is he like that? And well, you just so- have to get him in the right scenario. Get him in PlayStation playing with his brothers, and you and see me all in him. I told you I can't be beat. I'm the baddest sucker on two feet. <laughs> oh, you out of here? He talk just like me. I tell him, ain't but two people better than me, and I'm both of them. <laughs> you know, so so it's it's like you get him yeah, in the right yeah, situation, yeah. which I call him camouflage on the fact that he plays hard as heck. But since his skin ain't dark, you don't feel he going grimy like, ah, doggy dog. He don't look menacing. His ears pop out. His eyes is light. He's like a pretty boy. So you don't think he going to come like that. So what they label him with? Oh, he cool. He from the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lonzo. I I think every player that plays basketball, they play hard. It doesn't matter what coach you come from. Because Lonzo is trying to block your shot, beat your stuff up, dunk on you just as hard as the next guy. You kind of remind me. And I obviously say this with all due respect, like a Muhammad Ali, hmm. the way he talked when he was Cassius Clay, you know what I mean? Well, and he, do you, is, was he a hero? It, I'm sure he was you, a hero. You, you know hero. what? Um, I liked him doing his thing where he can call it in the rain. He was just fancy yeah. and did the things his way. I love the fact that, that everybody says, oh, LeVar talks too much. LeVar's doing this. You worried about what I'm saying? I can't get a foul. I can't foul nobody. I can't, I'm not out there shooting. I'm not doing nothing on that court. You worried about what I'm saying? Who cares? But it's 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 good because how you fill stadiums and you get curiosity of what's going on. I understand 50 percent of the people probably gonna be like Levar's cool, and the other 50 percent gonna be like, man, I hate that image, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. it's just too cocky for me, man. You ought to be a little more humble. No, you be humble because you got things to do. You know, just like certain people say, well, LeVar has to be uh, careful of what he's saying. No, you have to be careful if you work for somebody. I ain't got nothing to lose. I can say what I want. I do my own thing. And that's where the big ball of brand comes in. Well, go ahead. I hey, like the shirt. Hey. The so are you going to not go with the Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, anything with Lonzo? You, hey, those guys can think- co-brand. And just like uh, some people get mad, say, oh, are you comparing your brand to uh, uh, Jordan? Whoa! Who else I'm gonna compare it to? Well, Jordan, a lot of guys. With a brand. Well, well, the LeBron, all these guys co-brand. LeBron, yeah. no, Kobe, no, no. With Nike. Check this out. Nike gave them. They, they can't take that brand with them. You can't take so the king sign. You, you you keep you triple bigs. I can take big baller with me anytime I feel like. If LeBron or Kobe leave Nike, I bet you don't leave and make your own Mamba sign. <laughs> They say, leave that sign there. That's ours that we created for you. That's what people don't get. LeBron brand, they co-brand. That's the brand Nike made for them. Ain't nobody made these triple Bs for me but me. 
And here's so the thing. So you want to go with one of those brands, but keep keep it big baller. Oh, it's going to be kept big baller. It's going to be kept big baller. If they don't want to run with it, there's a price for everybody. Like I said, the price for me to be happy, like I said, you see these three Bs on the hat, it's going to cost you one. And people can <laughs> laugh and be like, oh, I don't know. No, I'm not. Here's the thing. If you know what you're worth, your brand is worth, then you can get there. I'm not asking for a billion dollars because I have to. I'm asking for a billion dollars because I can. If you stay with Big Baller, or yes. that's your brand, uh-huh. y'all making sneakers? I mean... What do you think? We ain't? I, hey, yes, we making sneakers. sneakers. All right. All it's right. a sneaker command. We're not only so going to change the stuff on the court, we're going to change it off. And you, people are like, what do you mean? Oh, you'll see when it happens. It's going to set a ripple effect with folks. By the draft? Like, hey. Is all that pl- going to be in place by the draft? You think it wouldn't? I ain't just out here talking. <laughs> People just think I'm out here. Just, ah, 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 ah. No, there's a plan. All but right. you don't have to know it. But you'll see it when it happens. And then the haters going to be like, oh, man, the brand. Who if you have your own brand, that's one of the biggest things. That's ownership. I don't even care if it's worth a million dollars or $10 million or $100 million. It's mine. It's our family brand. Mm-hmm. And where here comes the thing, too, not to get off the subject, but people will say, oh, LaVarda, you push your boys. I never push them. I lead them. If I got to push them, that's resistance. Okay. I'm not having no resistance. Either you want to do it or you don't. I tell them before day one. You know you got a better chance of winning the lottery, son, than playing where a sport. I've told them that since they were little. But if you're going to go for it, the hardest thing to do is not to work out when you have to. The hardest thing to do is work out when you don't want to. Can you work out then? And my boys, like I said, they can play hurt. They can play tired. They love the game. They have a passion for it. They can play at 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning. You you a personal trainer. How much, What? when did you start working them out? And what, did you do any, a lot of unusual things to get them to uh, this level? I, I, I didn't do no unusual things. I had, when my boys were like two, three years old, I didn't have no furniture in the living and dining room. I had them jumping off a table onto a mat to see if they can land on their feet. And then I have them jumping off the stairs. One, a stair here, whoever get the highest and jump. I had like the ghetto Olympics, you know? <laughs> and, it, and it was fun to them where I would say who could hang on the bar the longest. Now you spending time with your dad every day doing this and it's not work, it's fun to you, like brushing your teeth. That's why when people say, you've been working them out and doing this extensive training. If you know this is gonna help you and make you better than most people, guess what, you're gonna do it on your own. I'm going to be there to sit there and guide you and watch you. Now, when I'm watching my boys do pull-ups, as you can tell how I am, I can get them hyped up. I'll be like, man, you going to let Jello do more than you, so? Oh, he can't do more than me. Mel, I'll do more than both of y'all. Then he fall. I told you couldn't beat him. Oh, let's do the next one. So you're spending time with, it, with each other. It's a family thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, damn, we got to go run the hills again. We got to shoot. But it's so fun trying to say, ah, I got more victories than yeah, you. I got more. Yeah. And guess what? After it's all said and done, Time to eat, boys. Let's go in here and talk. Then people in there bragging, I'll beat him. I'll beat him tomorrow, though. And it gets fun. Um, We were talking er earlier uh, when you first came in about your boys grew up in Chino Hills? Yes. That's a a nice suburb. Yes, they were born and raised in Chino Hills. You from the hood in South Central. How did you get or do they have that toughness? You know you always want your kids Uh, to have that toughness. I used to to take them down there to L.A. South Central. I can tell you about it. I don't need you to live in it, but I can tell you about it. So you can understand where my boys have um, understand to deal with. My wife is Caucasian. I'm black. So you can deal mm-hmm. with both sides. Mm-hmm. Nobody don't know where you at. They say, man, is he black? Is he white? Mm-hmm. But Lonzo can hang with the 4.0 student. 
So they in the class. Students. Yes. Okay. They can talk and mingle with somebody who's introverted and real quiet, and they can hang with the toughest, baddest athlete and be comfortable on both ways. Like when I used to take them to the hood, they'd see guys like laying under trees and stuff. And that they was, I taught my boys when I used to let them lay under trees, we was taking a nap in the hills. We didn't have to be out there. It's like, it's sunny out here in the tree in the shade. It's beautiful. So they saw the same thing and thought it was, I was like, nah, those guys don't have nowhere to live, son. That's why they're under that tree. Whoa. You can't just take off your jersey and throw it to the side. They're going to steal it. It's going to be gone. You go to Chino Hills, you leave it down there, they call you. You know, you got your phone and your basket and everything's down here. You can come get it or stay there for two or three days. You be like, I'll pick it up next week and still be there. Ain't the same down there in the hood. So I tell them these things and don't take things for granted. They saw some guy one time, some kids was playing basketball in the middle of the street. And all they had a goal holding it with their hand. And they just moving it to the side when the cars go by. And I'm like, Lonzo, how could you not be the best if you got lights in the backyard, shooting machines, you can go out there and shoot anytime you want. These guys is making it time to shoot. And like I was telling them, the players that got that edge to them, people talk about the pressure. You're going to put pressure on a kid, which is normal, when he has all this talent. Let's say I got a family and we stay in the hood and there's 10 of us in an apartment. Mm -hmm. You you give me $10,000 now, I'm gone. So I'm going to take that money and run with it and be like, thank you. If you don't need nothing, it's up to you to get that good. You got to push yourself so whatever people say around you ain't got nothing to do with what you're doing. You see all three of them in the NBA. I see all three of them in the NBA. All three of them. Do you think he, uh, LeAngelo. Oh, LeAngelo. Jello. We just call him Jello. Jello. Yeah. You you think he's one and done? No, I don't think he's one and done. Okay. I know he's one and done. (laughs) All my boys are one and done. All one and done. You don't think they're going to chase Lonzo? If Lonzo could do it in one year, God dang it, Daddy, I can do the same thing. I'll do the same thing, but my way. Their thing is to get to the league as quick as possible, not for the money, for the competition. They love it. And if you want to be the best player, you got to get on that stage. It's a lot of – nowadays we're seeing a lot of – like LeBron's son, LeBron right, Jr., right, who's right. playing great. Um, obviously the Currys. <clears throat> You're seeing NBA players whose sons are coming up and looking like they're going to be NBA players. Well, here, here's the thing. you got to play the, the odds and the percentages. There have been a lot of great players, and all their sons are whack. Kareem got a son. No. Magic Jordan got some sons. Didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, Jordan got sons. You know, Shaq got sons. His but son's pretty good, too. His son is all right. <laughs> got to play with his back to the basket, but no. Because people expect him to be as powerful as Shaq. And he's skilled. Shaq was skilled. But it's, Shaq don't want to put that pressure on him by saying you're just a player like me. I want you to be able to shoot, dribble, mm. shoot free throws. So you don't have that pressure of trying to live up to your dads. The monsters in the NBA, their dads wasn't that good. They were okay. They was players. But the fact that Dale Curry wasn't no all-star every day, you know, yeah. he wasn't cold. He could shoot the ball. Yeah. But now, come on, little Steph. Come in the gym with us all the time so you get a, get a feel of this. Matter of fact, play with some of these guys while you're little. <laughs> My boys are good. Great. But... Let's say I really excelled in football and made millions and millions of dollars. Do I spend that time with them now? No. Got the off season, I got to worry about myself. Now I just buy you everything. Now I get you a trainer and hope you turn out to be okay. Where the fact that I wasn't all that, 
allows me to spend all that time and make my boys all that. <laughs> well, you predicted in November UCLA is going to win the national championship. Yes. Do you ever worry when you make all the predictions you've made right. that if it doesn't happen, then what? What if UCLA doesn't win the national championship? Do you ever you, you, think you, you, about that? when? You... Guess what? If, if they don't win the championship, you know what's going to happen? Nothing. I'm going to go take a nap, eat me some donuts, and I'm going to be cool. And there's going to be some little suckers walking around. But I told you so, LeVar. And That's how you look at it. Yeah. I look at it like that. What's the but big deal? I have. Here's the thing, and my son understands that, and I told Alfred this from day one. My son ain't coming here to save no jobs. He's coming here to go for that flag. To go for that flag, I need you guys on the same wavelength that I'm on. Saying, no, we're going for the championship. I'm not just having my boy go to UCLA and say, hey, he's at UCLA, I love it. No, we're going for that championship. So when I talk the way I do, yeah. Steve and them been knowing me for a while. They said, man, that's, I'm not going to tell him the tone. That's LeVar. I know what he is. He's been like that ever since I've known him. But why wouldn't he want the best? Why would my boy go for the championship? And I've had him play on all these bad teams. And I'm like, the team you got, you got shooters, and you can bring mm -hmm. that chemistry together. Now, folks, who oh, are your Final Four? I told y'all that you thought I was playing. <laughs> it's just real deal. Because my boy, I know what he's about. We're going to get that championship. Well, look, man, you have been great. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate the Chris, time. Chris, I'm telling you, man. I, I'm really watching this. I, I'm, yes. I'm excited to yes. see how, how man. your boys turn I, out. I, I, I get it, man. And, like, a lot of my dudes was like, hey, LeVar, you know what Chris said? Man, that's what Chris does. He commentates and analyzes things. So you can't knock a guy from either going this way or that way yeah, yeah, until yeah, you get yeah. to know a guy. And, you know, sometimes you hear that and it takes you be like, well, you know what, that dude all right. Because what they do is they look at me and they say, wow, he big, he bald-headed, he look crazy, he ready to tear something <laughs> up. But when I'm taking pictures with kids, they think it's like, oh, he trying to make some money. No. I love them folks. You can come up and I got time, I'm going to take a photo with you. Yep, it's no big yep. deal. And they expect something totally different coming from me. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. Well, it's all love, my hey, man. Hey, man, I That's appreciate it. it. All right, let's take a break so I can tell you about the Undisputed Podcast. It's a daily podcast featuring my friends Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp debating the hottest topics in sports, hosted by the wonderful Joy Taylor. This is an unscripted and unfiltered version of the show each day with guests that range from NBA and NFL Hall of Famers to celebrities and rappers like Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcast app. Now you heard LeVar Ball say he hopes his son Lonzo gets drafted by the hometown Lakers. So let's talk about the situation down at the Staples Center. With all due respect to the Boston Celtics and the New York Knicks, the Los Angeles Lakers are the flagship franchise of the NBA. Period, point blank, end of discussion. Honestly, outside of the East Coast and really just those two cities, no one cares whether the Celtics or the Knicks are any good. But the Lakers? They're the NBA's Cowboys, the association's Yankees. When they play better, we all feel better. That's why it's such a shame what's going on right now. Ugly infighting, embarrassing coup attempts, freaking restraining orders. The bus family feud is such a spectacle that it'll actually get your mind off the Lakers' historic losing and uninspiring roster. But Lakers fans, don't lose heart. There is a... At the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Uh. 
I've been saying all season long that this campaign is playing out perfectly for the purple and gold. Look, you get to play your young fellas to see who can and can't hoop, who needs to be a building block and who needs to be jettisoned. And you lose. That's important. The Lakers, as of today, have the second worst record in the league, which is great because remember, if you don't finish in the top three of the lottery, you lose that pick to Philadelphia. But if the Lakers do keep that pick, look out. Happy days are potentially here again, and the blueprint for success would be crystal clear to me. Me, I make the blueprint. Draft Lonzo Ball. While the upcoming NBA draft is full of talented players, there's only one that I'm certain could turn around the Lakers. And I'm not just saying this because his dad was here. I really love this dude's game. That is Lonzo Ball, the freshman point guard from UCLA. I know his dad has hyped him beyond belief. Look, he's gone way, way too far. All right, I get it. But it's not without good reason. I'm more certain of Ball than I've been of any draft pick since Carl Anthony Towns. Ball will be a star and maybe even more. What I like about him is that all he cares about is winning and it shows on the court. It's evident by the way he plays that he doesn't care about shot attempts and points. His unselfish play is contagious and it makes his teammates better. Here's how unselfish he is. As a senior in high school, he led Chino Hills in California to an undefeated record and the national title, all without leading the team in scoring. Who does that? He's leading UCLA in a similar way, leading them to a top ranking, leading them to a high seeding, once again without leading the club in scoring. Put him on the Lakers, and he will bring their talented yet disjointed parts, Brandon Ingram. Julius Randle, Larry Nash Jr., Jordan Clarkson, and yes, D'Angelo Russell together. Like LeVar said, I simply move Russell to shooting guard. If that doesn't work, move him to the bench. If that doesn't work, send him packing. Look, I'm not down on D'Angelo. I think he can be a pretty good player, but I'm not letting him stop me from drafting ball. Ball is a longer six foot six jump shot having version of Jason Kidd. Believe me, he is the truth. Get him, and the Lakers are undoubtedly on their way. Sign Paul George. Don't trade for him. One of the worst kept secrets in the league is that George, a native of SoCal, wants to play for the Lakers. This, by the way, is a feather in the cap of newly named president Magic Johnson. Had you ever heard of George's intense desire to play for the Lakers before Magic took over? It's no coincidence that it's come out now. Whatever else he does going forward, Magic has definitely returned the level of prestige to this franchise. Abracadabra, Magic Johnson. Anyway, George will be a free agent in 2018. And if the Indiana Pacers can't get him to commit to resign long term, they may have to try and trade him. But if you know George is willing and perhaps even committed to signing with the Lakers as a free agent, why give up an asset for him? Unless, of course, you can attach one of those hideous contracts from Timothy Mozgov or Lou Aldang to the deal. Ball George and Brandon Ingram, not a bad trio, but the Lakers should be thinking even bigger. Yep. <laughs>
go after Russell Westbrook. Look, Westbrook has proven that he's loyal to Oklahoma City and that he's no ring chaser. So maybe he's all in with the Thunder for the rest of his career. But maybe he's not. He can be a free agent in the summer of 2018, and the Lakers will have money to burn. So why not try to add George and Westbrook, another native of SoCal? Look, after doing everything possible as an individual, like averaging a triple-double and losing in the first or second round this year and next year too, they're going to go out that early. Maybe Westbrook will be itching for another chance to win big, especially if that chance is at home. Remember, Magic Johnson was his favorite player growing up. And yes, I do believe the ball-dominant Westbrook could play with Lonzo Ball. A few years ago, remember, when the Thunder had James Harden coming off the bench, Westbrook used to play off the ball when Harden was on the floor. I know that seems like eons ago and that Westbrook is a much different player today. But with his improved mid-range jumper, he could certainly excel at the two-guard spot. And with his work ethic, I believe his three-point shooting will just continue to improve. I know it's nothing to brag about, but he is shooting a career-high 34% from Trey this season. Can you imagine the speedy Westbrook teaming up with Lonzo Ball in transition? Ball is that rare point guard who loves advancing the ball with the pass rather than the dribble. It would be dynamic. Showtime all over again. So that would be my plan, Lakers fans. Just three simple points. Easier said than done, I know. But it's also not that far-fetched. With a bit of luck, better yet, a stroke of magic, the Lakers could return to relevance faster than LeVar Ball can piss off Charles Barkley. And if you don't know, now you know. That's it for this week's show. Please remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us five stars and leave a nice comment. Make sure you also catch me live on my nationally syndicated radio show along with my co-host Brian No on Fox Sports Radio every Saturday, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be reacting to live games and covering all of the major stories in sports. See you next week. Peace. I'm in my zone.